When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Be spoiled this Father's Day with Versace Pohom. 100 mil, just 59.90 at Chemist Warehouse. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. Good morning, Morena. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. And well, we are by Kiwis and we are for Kiwis. And it's just after 6 a.m. on Friday, the 3rd of September. And well, we have a great show for you today. A great last show for our champion skip. Before we say kaki te ano, see you later, Bears. But before we get to Bears a bit later in the show, today's show we have an absolute doozy for you today. We will be building a wee multi this morning, so make sure you keep your ears switched on for that. We've got three legs. We'll be all picking a leg each, myself, Louie, and Bears. And I'm pretty sure with Bears' tipping, he's guaranteed my tip. Well... I think I'm pretty guaranteed Saturday Randwick. I'm uh, be interesting to hear what kind of tip Louis going to bring. I'm pretty sure he's going to bring some heat after Bears kind of made him feel like he was sitting on the fence yesterday. So look forward to that. And then we're going to be chatting to Katie Martin. She's out of the White Ferns, talking about that monstrous challenge ahead of them after going down by 46 runs in the first match. And then um, I'll be doing a little bit of a delve into Bledisloe Cup 3 and just want to talk about a... A man, a great man who I feel has flown under the radar. Is he the forgotten man? So stay tuned for that. I want to get into a bit of detail about Bledisloe Cup 3 Sunday and a player who possibly will come back, well, he will be playing a position that he loves. And then also we'll be talking to Danielle Johnson. She's going to join us. She's a champion jockey and was racing back in action in NZ. And wow, notching up her thousandth wind. That's a hell of an achievement. Maybe there's a my tipping. Once Bears goes, if Danielle Johnson is riding, it wins. Simple. That's the mess. I'll be just tipping anything Danielle Johnson's on. So looking forward to having a wee chat to her about the big spring carnivals ahead in New Zealand. And then we've got Kevin Mialamu, champion, 132 test all black. Haven't had a chat to Kevin for a while, so it'll be great to hear how he's going. 
and get a wee look into his thoughts on how he sees Sunday's Lidlow Cup match is going to pan out. And then, well, we're going to get into a Friday tipple. Friday tipple with my good mate. I'll be cheersing him on his journeys as he heads away for, to the UAE. Off to the big smoke for his Calcutta Knight Riders. Hopefully they can go over there, do well, give Flem's team a run for their money and rip into it, mate. So looking forward to cheersing you and your successes over there in the last seven weeks we've had, mate. It's been an awesome wee journey, but before we do that, good morning, my good friend, Brendan McCallum. How are you, brother? Hello, Israel. Dag, how are you? Another very formal introduction. <laughs> Far out. When I leave, between the two of you, Israel, Dag, and Louis Herman Watt, there's a lot of formalities. Let's get back to Baz and Izzy, eh? Just so, let's get back Baz to and the, Izzy. the jokey, kind of slangy, kind of <laughs> rough-cut Kiwis that we really are. <laughs> yeah, for uh, sure. Thank you for the Hard introduction, you. though, my friend. And... Right. I'm intrigued that you said that my tips were outstanding because I, my tip yesterday, well, it didn't get up, did it? Tinge, not quite good enough yesterday, but I reckon, I reckon is that the ones that beat it mm. are a couple of horses to follow over the next couple of months. The horse is called Direct and Nice for What. Now, I, I kind of had a feeling that that they were going to be the class horses in the field, but thought if Damien Oliver on board... Go dolphin trained mm. if it could get somewhere near the speed and maybe just give him a little kick at the top of the straight. The seven fifty on offer for Tinge was worthwhile. Didn't prove to be. Ran fourth. That's racing. We move on. We'll find another winner. That's the beauty of being a punter. You just turn the page. You turn the page yeah. and you look at what what comes up next. And that's how we rock and roll. But we'll come up with one later on. I'm interested in how we build this multi because there is some racing. All the ages coming up in the weekend. Ramwick, the Valley, Tarapa, Long Nui. There's plenty going on. And, of course, some of New Zealand's best race racehorses as well. Avantage and Peritre is just to name a couple. We're going to be stepping out. And some of our stakes, quality races too. And then, obviously, the All Blacks and Bledisloe Cup. I'm looking forward to chatting to you about that, mate, and getting a real good deep dive into how you think that's going to play out. So that should be a little fascinating chat. I'm looking forward to it as well. I think we've got some really cool personalities on the show today, mate. Katie Martin, she's just a, she's got a great vibe about her, Katie. She really does. And Danielle Johnson, she's just hard case and doing wonderful things and in the racing game. And, and Kevin Mialamu, a man who I know you hold in high regard as a strong leader um, of men and, and someone who's had a, a big impact on that all-black side over a long period of time, mate. Oh, 100%, mate. I'm looking forward to chatting to Kevy. Uh, he was one of my first roomies within that environment. Uh, mate, he's he's so kind. He's got time for anyone. doesn't matter if you played one game, you played 100 tests, he'll treat you the same. He's a guy that demands excellence, and, and that's what you kind of need in an environment. You need a leader that's, you know, he doesn't have to say much, but when he's around, you can really feel that presence. And that's Kevy. He's, he's got a soft, he's kindly, softly spoken He's got a kind heart, but, mate, when he gets on that field, he is uncompromising, and his will to win, he is physical. I've seen him absolutely poleaxe people out on the field. He's actually a small man, but, man, he's got the biggest quads and calves I've ever seen in the world, ever seen. So, look, looking forward to chatting to him. I know he resides out of South Auckland, uh, so he'll be doing it tough. He's got a gym out there, and, you know, he's not just a, a gym operator. I think his... It's it's more than just only a gym for for Kevy as well. Uh, he's 
he lives out in South Auckland. I think South Auckland, he's really passionate about his people, the Pacific Island people, and, and trying to keep them active, um, uh, you know, just trying to keep them moving. So I think his gym is a bit more about a community base and, and community awareness, and he, he's got a lot of you know, community support in his gym as well. So look forward to chatting to him, and he's played oh, many, many Bluetooth Low Cups. And I actually have to apologise him because his 100th game was in Brisbane. He played his 100th test in Brisbane, and I played horrendously, and we drew a game against the Wallabies. So we didn't get the win for my good friend, Kevy. I apologise, mate, and I'm looking forward to saying that to him on air. So there you go. We're going to look forward to that, mate. It's going to be a great chat. Gee, carry that one with you, bro. That's a while back. <laughs> yeah, I know, mate. Speak, I know. It? Wow, it does, mate. It's a, yeah, it's a bit like, uh, <laughs> I think I've ruined a few uh, 100 Test All Blacks weeks. Uh, Mills Muliaina. Was the it was the week that me and Corey Jane thought we'd go out and have a wee party in Takapuna. So I had to apologise to him too, mate. I'm constantly <laughs> apologising to the hundred test all blacks. What an idiot. <laughs> what was it, what was the weekend like in Takapuna? Oh no, nah, we won't go there, mate. Wait till my book comes out and I'll really rip in. There you go, a little plug for you. <laughs> well it was we Corey's fault, then, mate. A little, Corey Jane's. A little, a little bit later on in the show we got the old Friday which is going to be brought to us by headquarters. So maybe during the Friday triple, I might be able to get a little <laughs> bit more of that information out of you, Daggy. Hey, oh, oh, I'm going to miss no. you, mate. I'm going to, I'm going to miss you. I've got to get on the road on, on Monday. I'll tell you what I've got, I've got to do, mate. I've got to get myself a COVID test yep. in the next, because it's got to be within 72 hours, right? Which is a bit mm. niggly when you live in a small town because... Well, your, your local GPs, they're not open after 5 o'clock. And my flight's 5.10, I think it is, on Monday. So you need mm. to be after 5.10 um, this afternoon. And then trying to get the results back as well over the weekend. So that's going to be a nice little challenge in front of myself. Probably make a little drive over to Hamilton tomorrow and see if I can get a test somewhere around there. And then sweet Can you, can you let me let me know where you're going, bro? Let me know back. where you're going, mate. Let me know what, what doctors you're going to, because I might just flick them a wee glass of bottle of wine and just say, can you, can you rig those test results for me, mate? Just uh, yeah, just keep them here for another <laughs> month or so. Hey! Wee <laughs> <laughs> Delta! <laughs> oh, so you want me to get Delta so I can't leave? <laughs> no, nice. no, no. No, I'm it's only joking, mate. Look, it's a measure. It's brutal, is <laughs> it? It is. <laughs> I'm only joking, it's mate. Delta is very serious. Very serious. So we won't go there. Mm. But look, mate, I'm looking forward to to getting you over. Like, hit, you know, when you're over in IPL, you're going to send us content back. You're going to get some great interviews from, from some current cricket stars. So you're not leaving for good. You're going to still be involved with the show. But I think it's a great chance for myself and Louis to really step up, um, lead the way. Uh, I'm looking forward to the challenge. It's going to be great fun. And um, the day you get back, mate, I'm checking out for a couple of weeks. So enjoy your holiday. Baz and Izzy for breakfast, remember, Biz, okay? Baz and Izzy for breakfast. We will, we will work this out. It'll, it'll be just fine. We've still got your colour yeah, across fun. the station, and you'll hear plenty from me as well, all the way from the UAE. Um, mate, I don't know if you've caught up on it, but the, uh, the England versus India test match, well, that test series is ongoing, and overnight, England yep. won the toss and knocked over India for 191. Bowling is just dominating that series. And we talked about it early on with Isha Gur when, when we had her on the show um, at the start of the, uh, that yeah. series. And, and she said um, that, that 
bowling would dominate this series. She felt that both bowling lineups were were outstanding and, and both batting lineups maybe a little on the weak side in those conditions. Well, she's been spot on um, because, you know, again, the bowlers just ripped through the heart of the Indian batting lineup. Only Virat Kohli who was able to get himself a little half century. That's two on the reel now for Kohli, who's had a very quiet time of, of late in Test cricket. Um, but he managed to get a score on the ball. Chris Wokes, who's back in the England side after some time, well, he took four for an Ollie Robinson, took three for as well. In reply, on day one, England are 53 for three with the wicket of Joe Root, mm. Joe Root who has Ooh. been just an absolute beacon of strength and class for uh, for England of late. Well, he, he was removed late by Umesh Yadav, so 53 for three, so... Fascinating day's play, 13 wickets on the opening day and of another Test match. That series is just starting to light things up a little bit for Test cricket. And the crowds, the crowds look great too. It's a, a real uh, a real positive for the game in general. And just another couple of things. Well, most of the day we'll talk rugby, but uh, but we should mention that the New Zealand men's side are over in Bangladesh and the New Zealand women's cricket side, the White Ferns, well, they're in the UK as well. Both had a tough start to their tours. I'm sure we'll see them improve over the next little while as well. Bez, uh, I know we had Craig Macaron yesterday. Great to hear from Craig McMillan. And, and it was fascinating his little insights and from his conversations yesterday when he said, um, you know, the Black Caps are going to put the egos to the side and they've got to get ugly runs. They've got to work hard. They've got to, The runs aren't going to come traditionally like they, they used to. And, and, and it was interesting, if there was an article, Finn Allen coming out last night and speaking about how they're trying to figure out how to get 100 runs. That's, that's their mindset at the moment. And, and it actually just really solidified what um, Craig McMillan was talking about. You know, like They've got to go over there. They've got to figure out. You don't need to get monstrous scores. 131 was, was the highest score against Australia in that Bangladesh mm. series. So they've got to figure out ways of how they've got to get to 100 runs, which is simple. You know, when you when you think about it, it's just grinding out those ugly runs, the runs that you're pr- probably not going to get running in between wickets, you know, like running in between runs, um, never jogging, like just those little things. Do you want to delve into that a bit more and, and what you kind of see from this Black Cap side and, and how they're going to try and yep. put a performance like that in? Yeah, I will quickly and then we'll, we'll get off to a break. We can always come back to it anyway. But um, mm. look, I, I, I pretty I casually dropped in there yesterday um, that, not not just have we got an, an inexperienced uh, playing group over there, um, with all the challenges which um, with the World Cup thing and things on the horizon, but we've actually got a really inexperienced coaching staff over there. Now Bangladesh yeah. is one of the most difficult places in the current um, in current World Cricket to tour because it is extreme the conditions that you play. It is hot. It is the wickets are incredibly yeah. difficult. It's quite a hostile. Um, place to tour as well, and and the Bangladesh side have been very strong over there. So, what if what you're missing in experience on the field? Ideally, you would have an experience off the field. And now, look, Glenn, Glenn Pocknell and and the coaching staff after there will be very good coaches. I have no doubt about that. They're good, good people, and they're they're working their way through the the ranks. But there's not too much experience of going to Bangladesh and being able to work out a method and a game plan amongst that support staff. So I just feel a little bit sorry for them. But that's just the way things are, I guess, with yep. COVID and things. But there is some methods which I think um, the, the New Zealand batters in particular can pick up. 
on or, or try and implement into their game over there. Um, but we'll come back to that after the break, eh? and I'll try and yep. let you know how I think they can get a few runs out on those surfaces nice. in Bangladesh. It is 6.17 in the morning here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Big thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. 22 minutes past 6 o'clock on Bears and Izzy for breakfast, and the Kenna Tire phone number is 0800 150 811. Have you been watching or following along with the Black Caps exploits in Bangladesh? Bears is about to give us a rundown of how they can make some runs. Give us a call. Let us know if you've been watched, if you watched that game the other night, and if you have any thoughts on how they can make some gritty runs like I'm sure you do in the nets. And uh, actually, I just picked up there, boys, Um, the GOAT, Cam Smith, called Ian Smith, not Smithy, he called him Ian. So I don't know, he's in with the formal Fridays as well. <laughs> oh, glorious. Well, wouldn't you? What a formal radio station we've become in a very short space of time. We started so cavalier and we've turned so professional. Let's get back to, let's get back to what our roots are, eh? Let's stop yeah, masquerading yes, as okay. these fancy blokes and start... <laughs> You know, start resting against the bar and having a pint and talking a bit of shop. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of talking shop, let me just let me just finish off that point. It was a great question, Is. I appreciate your your uh, your line of questioning there in regards to um, how to score some runs over in Bangladesh or, or what do the, the Kiwi batters have to do. I think you need to, A, as you've alluded to, r- reduce expectation of what is a, a good score. Um, traditionally, 160, 170 is a, is a reasonable score in T20 cricket. Over there, 120 to 140 can be can be a good score. Um, so you've got to a reduce that expectation initially, but then b you've got to come up with a method. Okay, and and this is what the guys are I hope are doing now. It's not about time in the nets, um, which I think can be misunderstood. Sometimes you can pick up mm. um, time in the nets is good to to get time on the tools. Um, and to get in, and to grab the information, but to me, your plan it happens in your hotel room when you're sitting there and you go right. I know I'm going to face these bowlers tomorrow. I know what they're trying to do. I know how they're trying to get me out. I know what the conditions are going to play like. I know what score we kind of need to get. Now, how do I start to fashion a game plan to be able to take away the level of risk and still be able to score runs? And I think in conditions like they're facing in the subcontinent in, in Bangladesh. One thing which is really difficult on those wickets is the ability to use your feet against spin because the ball, particularly mm. when it's turning away from you, it can turn away so appreciably that it, it, it sticks in the wicket and rips past you. So you can't, with any confidence, get down the wicket. So when you're facing yeah. spin, you've got, to, you've got to find the way to be able to adjust the bowler's length. So if they're bowling in that good length, you need to either A, get down the wicket, to be able to get them to back their length off, or B, get deeper in your crease to be able to get them to back their their length off. Now, the problem in these conditions is you can't get down the wicket. So you find yourself camped on the crease, or your only option is to go back. Okay, so now that brings in an element of danger, because if if the bowler's able to bowl with a bit quicker variation, then you bring LBW and bowl into play. And that's what we saw in the first game. It's a natural thing which can happen when you first arrive in the subcontinent especially coming out of winter. So one thing you can do, and it, and it brings an element of risk, but it's a risk worth taking, is the ability to sweep and reverse sweep. Because then at least you can reach out and you can try and get um, the bowler's length pushed back by being able to use your levers to get further out. But when you're looking to sweep, 
you're trying to sweep in front of square on the leg side. And then the other option is to reverse sweep. So hit with the ball and try and reverse sweep them up and over the guys behind you. Now these people who have watched Test Cricket all through their time will sit there and go, that's a silly shot. But I tell you what, in this current day and age, when you're playing in these conditions like that, that is a less risky shot than trying to play the ball from the crease and hit the ball to the leg side. So it's a, it's a shot which, if you can get it through your head, is worth taking, mm. is worth bringing into your game. Because what you need to do is find a way to put pressure back on the opposition. Stop them thinking about trying to get you out and start start them thinking about how to control you and control your scoring rate. So play a couple of reverse sweeps, get their length pushed back, the game will become easier, they'll stop trying to get you out, then all of a sudden you're able to pick up runs at will. And I think that's the real key, and if, if we can see that, then then guys like Tom Latham, who I think will, will operate like that, guys like Henry Nichols, they'll bring that into their game in the next little while. If they do that, then New Zealand will find a way to get 120 to 140, and then they've got enough spin um, strength in their side to be able to put pressure on Bangladesh. Does it make sense? So here's my next... Yep, great. Great little um, description of that, mate. But deep. Um, but deep for 6.30 in the morning. No, no, it was great. It was great. So here's my next question. Here's my next one. Finn Allen. Finn Allen, he's come out of... Mm. He's got two negative tests in COVID. He's back in the squad. A guy like Finn Allen, who is a power player, he's a power hitter, what would your message be to Finn Allen? Do you go, do you go to him and tell him, look, this is, we're going we're to rein it back, or do you just let him go play his game, which, as we all know, is a power game? Definitely play his game, but he's got to incorporate that sort of mindset too because he's a big guy. He's got long mm. levers, but he can't run down the wicket like he does when he plays at the Basin Reserve where the ball skids through. He can't run down the wicket and just bang him straight over the top because the ball will rip past him and you'll get out stumped or he'll try and throw his hands through and the ball will balloon up and he'll get it caught at backward point. He needs to bring in that strong, hard sweep that he's got, like Kevin Peterson did when you go over to the subcontinent. Use that big, long levers. Once they then bowl back of a length, he can get back and be able to then jump onto the back foot and be able to put them away, either square the wicket with a cut or pulling it over to the leg side. So he's got plenty of options. Then what do they do? They go a little fuller because they're worried mm. about you getting back. They go a little fuller, a little slower. Then his long levers come in. He can go up and over. Finn Allen is is a big player for New Zealand in this next couple of games. And I'm intrigued to see how he goes. If he tries to play his game that he plays in New Zealand, it won't work. If he's prepared to adapt a little bit and bring in a level of risk and, and understand what he can and can't do on those surfaces, he could be the X-factor player in that in that lineup. I love Oof. that, Beth. I love that. Not no, no, I love that. It's not waiting. for a Friday. Like, no, I feel like they're waiting... They're waiting for Bangladesh to make the decision. We've got to take it to them and put it back on them. So they have to start changing up what they're doing. So we're always on the front foot, mate. I love it. Great descriptions. Good work, mate. That's why you're one of the greats. Bats. Well, I'll tell you what, mate. I'll tell you what. They saw five, tests, uh, five T20s where the Aussies didn't make any adjustment whatsoever. And look how that unfolded. <laughs> so try and incorporate this yeah. and you've got a, you're at half a chance. 6.30 in the morning here on Baz and Izzy. Well, breakfast, that's enough of the cricket talk for me. We're going to talk code after this. Here's Trudy for the news for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building New Zealand. Thank you, Trudy. 28 minutes away from 7 o'clock on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. The US Open tennis is back up and running this morning after some, wow, hectic weather over there in New York yesterday. 
Man, some tragic scenes, some loss of life. It was just insane as the, the weather rolled in, and it was literally raining in the stadium, which had a roof on it. So work that one out. Uh, we'll update you throughout the morning about what's going on there. The Kennards Hire phone number is 0800 150 Sweeping and reverse sweeping. There you go. You've all tried it in the nets. Give us a call. What do you think? Is Baz bang on the money there? That was interesting and fascinating insights from someone that does know. Time for a quick Love Racing.nz update, boys, because it's the weekend and that means it's racing. And we're back in New Well, it hasn't the last couple of weekends in New Zealand, has it? But it does this weekend. So we've got the Wanganui Guineas and we've got Tarapa running tomorrow for the Thoroughbreds. This is fantastic news because I thought we were going to get our spring pushed back and it was going to cause some real mayhem, but it hasn't really. So we've got the Foxbridge plate. Now, the market, as we said yesterday, Tavi Mac $3.60 and Avon Taj $1.70. Everything else has probably been priced out, and that's fair enough. Interestingly enough, Danielle Johnson, who's a guest on the show, she's got the ride on Avantage. Now, Opie Bosson's been caught on the wrong side of the border here uh, and stuck in level four. So he was due to ride Avantage. I don't think at this time of the year you lose anything by having Danielle Johnson up. She also gets the plum ride on Imperatriz in the Northland Breeders' Stakes. And this filly, who's got to do some excellent things, she's been punched into a dollar fifty. That is short, but that tells you the sort of quality of racehorse she is and race mare she will one day be if she can stay sound. Today, though, before we make it to the weekend, well, we got racing at Harwater, so it's good to see uh, NZTR playing catch-ups and getting these meets scheduled in. Obviously, we had Matamata, then Cambridge, Harwater today, and there's a couple of nice-looking horses going around. I see Tony Pike's got his American Pharaoh Colt Khufu in. Now, there was a lot of bully around him, so be very, very interested to watch Khufu and see if he can live up to the height. I know Pike, he's got a pretty strong opinion of him. And another horse that seems to be getting a lot of bully, uh, he's a colt, Hoodlum in race two, Baz. Uh, Hoodlum, he jumps from barrier one. It's a Benner Winyard runner with Lisa Allpress up. Do you know much about this colt? Yeah, I do, mate. Um, well, I can't see it being beaten today, but it's too short for me. I see the market's been suspended too. Well, there's a couple of scratchings in there. There's actually another nice horse in that race as well called Ballon Rouge. Um, but Hoodlum, I think, is a, a proper horse in the making. Um, so the dam of Hoodlum, grapevine. So actually, I bought a horse uh, last year. Last year, was it? Yeah, last year. Anyway, I named it Thank You India. You do the math on that one yourself. Um, and, uh, and so that, the dam of that is, um, is a mare called Lasseron. So now Lasseron's daughter is also grapevine. So there's a nice little, there's a nice little, um, hopefully upgrade in the pedigree there for old Bazzy if, uh, if Hoodlum can reach the heights that everyone expects him to, but uh, I'd imagine he'd be a little short today and whatever he does today, he's going to improve from, but there's, um, there's plenty of. Plenty of uh, good oil on him moving forward as well. So I was just wondering, actually, could you do, and this is not really my punting strategy whatsoever normally, but could you do a little all up, say, like a hoodlum today into an avantage and imperatriz tomorrow? Well, you know, you might get yourself a little four bucks across those three, those three shorts. Then if you can find something that, you like elsewhere, which might be around the four or five dollars. You're up around twenty dollar multi. Hmm, that's food for thought, isn't it? Is we probably like odds mm. a little better than that, don't we, mate? 
Well, uh, no. Well, I'm taking your guys' tips, mate. You guys know what you're talking about. You know, you know a good horse when you see one, and I've heard a lot about this Avantage, so it'd be interesting to see how that horse goes. But I reckon if you're looking for a little shot, I, I've got to go for my mate's horse on Saturday and Ramwick. A tissue that's paying three bucks at the moment, so we could go into that. Ramwick race team. Oh, oh, I like what we're doing here. We just we're on the fly, kind of building a multi. We haven't even got <laughs> Louis' tips yet. Wait till they come in too. Like, right, we could have like a, we could have a twenty-five league multi or something by the end of the show. Imagine that. She's we, I could, we could buy Dubai. Wouldn't even have to get on a plane. Yeah? <laughs> That's we what we're trying buy. to do, Bears. We're trying to get you some US dollar. Ah, some USD or rupee, either way. Anyway, it is coming up 6.37 in the morning. It's that time in the morning where we start to think about the quiz master, the is master, Quizzy Dags, coming up next. You can win a $50 bonus bet with the TAB and get on our 25-leg multi when we come up with it. Call now, 0800 one five oh eight eleven. Baz and Izzy for breakfast. He sends it. Baz and Izzy for breakfast is seventeen minutes away from seven on S E N Z, and it is time for Quizzy Dag. So oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven. Give us a call. It's Friday. You need ammunition for the weekend on the punt. Don't pretend like you don't. Your bank account, your TAB account's empty. I know it is because you you didn't have a good day at Cambridge yesterday. So you might have, but you might want fifty dollars more. So give us a call. Get involved with the Ismaster, the Quizmaster. Quizzy Dag. A quiz for the ages to prove yourself. The quiz master, the is master, stay with me. Or oh, this might be an absolute disaster. Yeah. Hey, hey, if you think you got what it takes, give us a call on 0800 it's Friday, yeah, it's Saturday, Sunday, man, it's Friday, yeah, you know what time it is, it's Friday and we all need some money, we all need a bit of money because we got some sport happening this week and we got some racing on, so 50 bucks would be absolutely great right now, I'll tell you what, I would because I got 26 cents because I got a hiding yesterday, but that's okay, that's okay, we all build, it's all about building our way back. Good morning, Craigie. Craigie, how are you, mate? Good morning. Good yourself. How are you, mate? You good? Good. Yeah, yes. bloody well, mate. Bloody well. I've got an absolute doozy here for you, mate. We'll just start it off nice and easy. Captain Tom Latham, and who else? Top scored eighteen runs in a disappointing loss to Bangladesh in yesterday's T Twenty. Nichols. Yep. Beautiful. Question number two. Who has been named as the CEO of Basketball New Zealand? Five, four, three, two. Oh, God, I don't know. I should have played the first week. Sorry about that, mate. Sorry about that. Next time, Craig. Richie, good morning. Morning. Morning, mate. Who has been named as the CEO of Basketball New Zealand? Dylan Belcher. Beautiful, beautiful. Now question number three, mate. At which race course is the Cox Plate raced at? Five, four, three, two, one. Flemington. No. 
No. Unlucky Richie. Here we go. Here we go. PT. Good morning. Good afternoon. Hey, mate. Hey, mate. Uh, here we go. Yeah, Which good? race course is the Cox Plate race at? Tony Valley. Oh, yes, beautiful, mate. Okay. Question number four. <laughs> oh, thanks, Louis. Question number four. Which team won Australia's Suncorp Super Netball? Five, four, uh, three, two, the one. Brisbane, Brisbane team. Ah, sorry, brother. Sorry, mate. Simon. Simon. Yeah, how you going? Morning, Simon. Good, mate. Good, mate. How, how you going? going? Good, mate. Good. Self? Good. Feeling yeah, confident? Good. What's that? Feeling confident, mate? Hey, Simon, just turn your radio down there, mate. Just rip that wireless off. Oh, sorry, mate. Yep. It's all good. It's all good. Here we go. You ready, Si? Yeah, mate. What was the question? Here we go. Which team won Australia's Suncorp Super Netball competition? Super Five, Netball. Um, four. Three. Two. Was it the One. Yes. Give you that one, mate. That was a nice slow count for me. Here we go. Question number five, mate. Take $50 courtesy of the team at TAB. Which Paralympic event is Lisa Adams competing in tomorrow? Five, four, three, two. No. Simon. No? Sorry, buddy. She she won gold in that, that event already. She's got another event. No worries. Question number five. If you think you got it, give us a call. 0800-150-811. Pretty. Which Paralympic event is Lisa Adams competing in? Can you play us that that Mooney Valley? That's winks, isn't it? The valley's rocking and the world is knocking. It's Equotopia. And she is going to be done. Sorry, got a bit carried away there. Good days. <laughs> good. Aren't they fond memories? The great champion that was Winks. Well, it still is Winks. She's still alive, but she just doesn't race anymore. What's happening, mate? You scared oh, them all no off. 0800 150 Take on the Quizmaster. There's Master. Surely Google's working now, right? Surely. Which Paralympic event is Lisa Adams competing in tomorrow? Oh, yeah. Should we give him another chance? Give him another chance. Yeah, eh? man. Yeah, oh. why not? Yeah. yeah, Simon. Morning, Simon. How you going? How you going? Good, mate. Give us an answer. Give us an answer. Yeah, Simon. <laughs> Good work, mate. Enjoy. Spend it wisely. If you stay on, if you stay listening, mate, we'll give you a wee multi. You might be able to chuck it on that later in the show because... Little three legs. Uh, major major jealous tonight at Cambridge as well, boys. Oh, love it, major. What major was that one, Major. Je- major jealous. It's only two ten, but I think it's winning at Cambridge tonight. Okay. Oh, lovely, lovely touch that. Thank you, Simon. Oh, wait, sorry, we actually can't do that. No, uh, sorry, Simon, um, because that would be tipping against. I'm all about the base, so no. <laughs> 
Ah. Oh, I said it in the same way. <laughs> so, 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 so um, <laughs> not, not, in, not, in, not in your wildest dreams. Oh, <laughs> so, so. You've ruined, you've ruined the step, <laughs> Simon. <laughs> Take it, take it for Yeah, there you go. That's better. Yeah. <laughs> to, be, to be fair to you, Simon, though, to be fair, Louis said his was an each way chance. So, so maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe all about the base runs second and major jealous runs first. That's brilliant. Of all the races going on around the country over the weekend, <laughs> you just happened to get a tip from Simon on the same race that Louis tip does out one on. Brilliant. We are going to build a multi. We're going to do it after the break, I reckon. Get your, get your pens and your black books ready, team. We are going to unleash a multi, which will hopefully get everyone paid. It is 6.50 in the morning on Baz Nizzy for breakfast on SCNZ. Five minutes away from 7 o'clock. Craig's on the text machine. Mooney Valley Coxbait 86 would be the best I have ever seen. Well, I think a lot of people would agree with you there. But, as Baz said, and as he said before the break, we're about to build a multi. Oh, Friday feels. We are going to build a multi, but we're going to need your help, I reckon. Double eight, double three. Let us know. We're gonna, what we're going to do, Izzy's going to have a leg. I'm going to have a leg. Louie's going to have a leg. And we want you to have a leg. So send us in your tips, double eight, double three. The best one that we get throughout the show. Well, I don't know how we're going to decide that. We're going to pick one of them. Give us a reason why it's going to win as well. So send us a tip and a reason why it's going to win. And the best one, we'll add to our leg. We'll put a multi on, a four-leg multi, and we'll all get paid and we'll take Paulie Moati and the TAB down. Won't we, Iz? Yes. We will. We will. That's great, mate. That is great chat from you. We want to hear from you. Double eight, double three. We want to have you involved in this wee multi. And Shall I start us off, eh? I've already spoken about my little tip anyway. I'll start us off. We're gonna go. We're gonna go race uh, meeting eleven. Randwick races on Saturday. Uh, my good friend, uh, he's had a bit. Of, he's got a bit in this horse. It's called a tissue, and it actually won its last race, which was the day that they raced uh, that Moanga run won the um, the Wink Stakes. So I'm gonna take a tissue. It's number thirteen. It's paying three dollars. Randwick races race ten. That is my pick. Very good. Very good. It's very strong too. $3, good money. It's drawn a bit wide, but it's already shown what turn of foot it possesses, does the daughter of Savabelle out of the mare, Posey. What about you, Louis? I wouldn't mind a little bit of time. Can I yep. Can I put? Can I put? tease it out over the show, my, my one? Oh. Or do I have to say it now? Oh, it's up to Izzy. He's the new boss, so. Get out. Let's see where you Give go us first. Yeah, okay. gravy. <laughs> I'm going. Where do you go first? <laughs> I'm going race six, Mooney Valley. The valley, the valley's rocking. And, um, Zuzarella. Zuzarella, the Cambridge stud filly that just came out and brained them here. Oh, she didn't brain them, oh, but she, 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 money she won. Really, I'm not taking it to win. 
I'm taking it to oh, place. Because okay, our gem. Oh my goodness. No, 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 oh. no, no. Easy, easy. It's $2.50, which in a multi is fine. Now I know what you're on about, Bears. I've seen someone sit on the <laughs> fence and just say, look, it might win. It do might we want, not. Do we want this? On the nose, mate. We love getting it on the nose. <laughs> I, I, think you miss, I think you missed the intro, Louis. We're going to take Paulie Moati and the TAB down, was the call. We're not, we're not, we're just going to give them a little poke and then let them, let them carry on. We're going to take them down. It's only 50 cents less than what Izzy's is playing, except we get the benefit of two extra placings here. Come on, boys. And a four-leg multi. That's like going, you're the first and you're the second loser, mate. (laughs) That's like going in a robber bank and just going, actually, can you just give me, um... What if just I give me? Would you uh, rather I tip Avon Dodge at a dollar seventy? Just give me a chalkboard. <laughs> Leave all your money there. Just give me a chalkboard. Is he? Is he? I know what Baz has done here. He's had a crack, so he doesn't have to talk, give his tip out before the news. He's buying time. That's what he's doing. Uh, uh, mate, just, well, just what's what? Zamuni Valley Race Six. What's the horse called? Zuzarella. Good horse. I like it. I like it. It's a, okay. Okay. It's a good bet. It's a good you're bet. I thought you were going to go on the win, and I was going to, I was going to give you a standing O if you went on the win there. But <laughs> you still get a round of applause to go on the place at two dollars fifty, and we're going to run out of yeah, time for mine, so I'll have to give you mine when we come back oh, after the news, what? won't I? <laughs> oh well, that's just how things work on radio, you know. You've got to hit certain times, and you can't just blab on and miss out on those. Anyway, it's coming up seven in the morning. Time for a McCafe after today. Here's Trudy with the news for Kubota. Together we are shaping and building New Zealand. Kia ora and good morning. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. It is Friday the 3rd of September. We're building multis. We're talking cricket. We're going to talk code as well at some stage. And oh, I can't wait to hear the Ismaster, what he's got to say on the Bledisloe and who his player of the weekend is or must-watch player of the weekend is going to be as well. We've got Katie Martin coming up very soon. Later on in the show, we have Danielle Johnson, last season's premiership-winning jockey, who has a couple of outstanding rides in the weekend as well. And then a little bit later on, we've got 132-test all-black Kevin Mialamo, who's going to chat to us, which is going to be a fascinating chat, and that's going to be a McCafe chat, that one. So look forward to that. Right, I've had a little bit of time. A little bit of time just to settle. <laughs> There's just so much good punting <laughs> over the weekend. Yeah. I just don't know yeah. where to go, you know, like you're just kid in a candy store. Hopefully not a bull in a china shop, but a kid in a candy store. <laughs> and I'm going to settle on another of the go racing horses. So we're going to back up your a tissue, Louis Zuzarella, to place. And I'm going to throw in Skyman at the Valley Race 9. Chris Waller trained. Brett Preble, who is on fire in the saddle at the moment as well. It's second up. It's got a great second up record. It's drawn a little bit wide, but look, I think it's got its racing pattern is is good enough to be able to overcome that wide draw too. So I'm going to go Skyman at $3. What is it, Louis? $3. $3.50, mate. 3 dollars There you go. Which gives our three legs together $26.25. So one more on that, and it's going to be sumptuous. You won't have to go to the uh, Abu Dhabi, mate. You'll be staying right here, and Izzy will be paying you that Ahoka rupee. Well, maybe we should put yours to win so we can buy Abu Dhabi if we get it. Eh? It's, not, it's, not like, it's just like a greedy voice. It's just... <laughs> I know what's going to happen with you and... 
is I know what you and I are going to do. We're going to put on a multi yeah. separately, and it's going to be to win. <laughs> but yeah. Zuzarel will probably run second, and then Louis will be getting paid on Monday, and you and I will be still hustling, still trying to find a quid, make a dollar. Anyway, speaking of make a dollar, all the way over in the UK, hustling for our great country as well, this time for the White Ferns. Uh, she's a she's a good chat as well, Katie. I'm looking forward to speaking to her. A little interesting story is I went growing up in Dunedin, just not far from where I lived, was the Martin family, just around the corner. Good friends were our parents and knocked around a lot with Katie growing up. And she's gone on to do wonderful things on the cricket field for New Zealand. A wicketkeeper batsman for the White Ferns who's been around the game a long time now. She's also part of the Spark Sport commentary team and does a wonderful job discussing both women's and men's cricket. And she's a good time person. Great chat. I'm sure she's got a little bit of grief to pass on to both you and I. But all the way from the UK, it's a very good morning to Baz Nizzi for breakfast. Katie Martin. How are you, Katie? Yeah, good, good. Good morning, or good good night from over here, I guess. It's 8, eight o'clock now, so it's probably past my bedtime over here. But, um, nah, it's going all good. I You gave me a few tips, actually, Bears, back in the day, but I don't think any of them come in. So I just kind of switched off oh. when you gave your horsing tips there, so I'll have to do a bit of research tonight. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, Katie, that's so unfair. Like, we, we all grow in life. He's been right? doing and, well. And Is he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, yeah it's, a far, it's a far cry from the Velpy Street days. Actually, fun fact, Brendan, was, um, and I call you Brendan because, you know, that's we've grown up as kids, we should call you Baz now that this is this is the name of your show, but Dad actually used to run horses around at, at Fulbury Park, so I'd used to trot along with him and, and he would be on the back of the horse. This was in his um, lighter weight days, um, not so much now, um, the poor horses, but, um, and he actually coached Izzy at the Highlanders for a bit, so it's all it's all pretty connected. He was terrible. Oh, you know that is? I was yeah. going to ask that. Steve Martin? Yeah, Steve Martin. Yeah, yeah. Marto. Oh, he's an absolute champion. Champion <laughs> old Marto. I haven't seen him for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. No, look, is he still he involved with, with the rugby down there? Uh, he's with the league now, so I'm not sure if we're allowed to talk about that. But, um, yeah, he, uh, he oh, does. Yeah, I think he's still doing a little bit with the university team there. So, uh, no, he loves his rugby. But, no, he's, he's in the league world now at the moment, so he's enjoying that. He's actually... A, in Christchurch, looking after my house at the moment, so uh, it's very clean. It's the cleanest it's ever been, actually. Not because of Dad, because of well, Mum. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, for for everyone out there, I've tri- I've had a little trip in your car once or twice, and you have a diabolical. <laughs> it is terrible how how filthy that car is. There's like wrappers left everywhere for such a for such a delightful <laughs> person. Your car is a disgrace. Anyway. Anyway, Katie, let's move on. How's it all going over there, mate? Long way from home. You going okay? Yeah, no, it's going good. Um, yeah, it's it's awesome to be over in England, and we're very lucky to be here, obviously, with the situation is with COVID at the moment. Um, but, yeah, it's sort of unique, isn't it? It's sort of everything's open and about. We just got to Brighton today, so down um, by the pier here. So oh, it's nice. been pretty cool. Uh, it's past walkabout, actually, which I'm sure you've probably been there a few times, Baz. Um so it's a bit of a shame we can't um, yeah, get out and about a bit. We're in a biosecure bubble. But, no, it's, it's brilliant to be over mm. here and kicked off our first game last night with a loss. But, um, yeah, no, it's good to be over here. Well, that was my next question. So you are locked in a bubble. So what do you get up to? What, how, do you, how do you girls have a bit of fun and get some enjoyment? And what are you doing in your downtime? 
Oh, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say. I've, I've actually, um, we've set up a back room, um, which um, we've got a few beverages that we, we have here at nights. Um, yes. Sort of catch up as a team. I'm actually oh. looking at it right now, to be honest. I'm not, shouldn't send a photo through because it's not ideal. But um, yeah, we sort of, we've got a team room. Um, I brought the coffee machine over. Um, it's a bit of a trick to get it from place to place, but the coffee is pretty average in England. Um, I've had a bit of stick because I did say that. I'm doing a, a video diary for Spark Sport at the moment, um, you know, just so I can hopefully get another gig this year with Brennan and give him a bit of stick on air. Because um, you can get away with it when it's on air because you can't take it back, uh, can you, Baz? But, um, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Spark Sport shares are absolutely skyrocketing at the moment because the way that Baz talks about tipping every single day, so let's hear being in absolute height. He talks about Spark Sport about 300 times a day, so the shares will be skyrocketing. And then you've just jumped in, Katie. <laughs> well, he said it at the start, so I thought I'd better back in. There, but um, no, yeah, great. no, we've, we've we're pretty social team as well. So um, yeah, we've we've we're in a biosecure bubble. Um, so we effectively are just stuck around the hotel and then masks everywhere and things like that. So yeah, we have a good time. I've actually got a casino kit, um, so we're going to have a casino night. I like a bit of um, I like blackjack, so um, I bought a calculator. Yes. I committed to dealing, and I'm not very good at maths, so I'll have to calculate each time. To see how close it gets to twenty-one, so yeah, we have a good time and uh, and a good laugh. So there you awesome. go. Is so when you get Katie on, you talk about racing, you talk about punting, and you talk about yeah. beer. How <laughs> good that? <laughs> that is great. What what is it? What We're is also beer, playing cricket. Course, Sorry, beer. I better say that. <laughs> we'll get on to the cricket later. Don't worry about the cricket for now. Nah, what what sort of beer do you that. drink over there? Um, a few of the girls got into some of the Croydon beer. Um, I'm a lager drinker because I'm from Dunedin, so I can't really turn my back on spades. Um, so I'm into the Heineken. <laughs> I'm actually a gin drinker as well. So we bought some Scape Grace over and um, through duty free oh, and, and no. some tonic. So and uh, and we've got our own lime. So yeah, we're pretty classy. I've actually got a cup that I've um, borrowed from another hotel a couple of hotels ago. Um, little gin glass. So that's quite nice. <laughs> <laughs> it comes across. <laughs> And I'm the one that carries it all around because Susie Bates, she's pretty lazy. She's like, oh, can you, can you load your bag up with my stuff? So, uh, yeah, it's <laughs> that, a bit of luggage. So that borrowing, <laughs> that, that definitely comes from your uh, south and needing upbringing that, hey, just, just, yeah, what's no yours is mine, you know. Yeah. Hey, um, talk to us a little bit about the cricket then. Obviously, tough, uh, tough first up um, performance against, uh, let's be honest, a very, very good English side as well. And, Tammy Beaumont's performance was was fantastic. But there's a few areas to improve, namely fielding as well. Is, is that fair, Katie? Yeah, I mean, we missed three chances. Um, I was guilty of one of those. And you can't really afford to, to miss those chances against one of the best teams in the world. I don't, I'm not sure what Tammy Beaumont's got against us, but she absolutely – I actually said that to her. I said, I don't know what you've got against us. You seem to like our bowling. And, yeah, we had a bit of a yarn, as you do, um, as a wicketkeeper, as you know. There. So, um, yeah, she's she's in good form. And I think if we can get those chances, I mean, 180 odd in a T20 game is pretty um, steep amount that we'd, you know, we mm. could find another 20 or 30 runs we could save there if we're taking those opportunities. Um, I thought the girls' work on the boundary was brilliant. There was a lot of saves, really quick outfields over here. So it's something we, we've worked a lot on. And, and as you know, Brendan, it can make a big difference in a game. So, if we can sort of tidy that area up and, and look to build partnerships with the batter a bit more, then I think, you know, we got 140-odd yesterday, which would be sort of happy on any given day mm. with that, against the team, which is some world-class bowlers. But, um, yeah, it's, it's you know, we've still, got, we've still got lots of confidence in the group. It's our first outing for quite a while. And, yeah, we've seemed to be playing the best teams in the world over the last year, which is 
great in terms mm. of um I guess developing our cricket knowledge that that probably lacks a wee bit with some of the inexperience that we've got at the moment. But um, yeah, it's it's putting us under pressure. But it's it's fantastic. It's the best preparation leading into the World Cup next year. Well, you spoke about pressure, Katie. How do you put the pressure back on this England side, and and what are you looking to do uh, in the game to be able to put them under pressure? Because it seems like they had you guys under pressure from the get go. So how do you put it back on them? Yeah, they sort of felt with their batting, they were sort of one step ahead of our bowlers. And I think in T20, if you can mm. do that um, as a batting unit, then you sort of, um, yeah, puts them off their plan A. And we haven't really done that to them. We haven't necessarily taken the game to them. Um, Amy Satterthwaite batted really well yesterday, but didn't really have that support. And we saw our lower orders got such good power that when you actually do take them for a few, they actually do struggle a wee bit, which most teams do. So it's just having that confidence to sort of hit them off their plan A, we're pretty clear about what they're going to mm. do to us. Um, it's just us having that mindset to be able to really take it to them and attack them. And, and we've been doing that in the nets. It's just that how do we take that mentality out into the middle? And I think if we, we do that and we had some great chats today about where we need to improve and, and what they're looking at doing to us, that if we take that mindset out there to actually take the game to them, then I think that'll put us in a good position. And sometimes luck kind of goes your way as well. You get a few that go, go mm. your way and, and that can build that momentum. So, yeah, that's what we're looking to do. You spoke about that, um, you know, transitioning from the nets onto the field. It, it sounds easy because I've, you know, we've been in the nets. It's like me at the driving range before I play golf, hitting them perfectly. You go out, mm-hmm. you think you're on top of the world, but then you get out there and the game pressures and everything changes. So, have you spoke about how you transition that from the nets to out on the field and just trying to keep it um, simple? Yeah, we talk a lot about just our clarity and what we're doing. So being clear is see the ball mm. and hit it. Um, and I think you do that in yep. the nets because there's no consequences. And like you say, there's there's none of that pressure. And you it's just actually committing to that. And that's what you do when you face up. It's what's happening in your mind. And it's cricket's a really fickle game. And, you know, like if you're actually got that mindset, I'm going to get into the ball and actually take it to the opposition with that clarity, um, then you typically come off more often than not. I mean, you see like so Tammy's just like, I'm going to hit it here and then bang, she hits it there. And, uh, and because she's moving and allowing herself to play the shots that she wants to. And for us, it's actually committing to that. Um, yeah, it's it's sounds, yeah, like you say, it sounds easy and it's easy to say to, <laughs> to you guys right now, but it's actually just, you just got to do it um, and just commit to yeah. it. Yeah, nice. Okay, it's a funny game, uh, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> Brendan, you may look too easy, mate. I'm not sure about that, Katie. I'm not sure about that. Had uh, many a shocking day. Anyway, um, I was just thinking as you as you were sort of talking there, and, and you mentioned Amy Sathwaite, and you mentioned the power that you've got amongst your side. Well, you've also welcomed back Susie Bates and Sophie Devines there. Yourself has now got a lot of experience as well. Is it? Is there a point where, as as a White Ferns fan, we can say this team is, is going to be learning some of the lessons that they've been able to pick up over the last couple of years playing against these best teams in the world? We've got our most experienced players on the field now. Can we expect to sort of see a, a real strong resurgence amongst our White Ferns performances? Yeah, I think from a betting perspective, that's probably let us down a lot over the last few years. And it's just that, I guess probably just the, not the confidence in our own abilities where we've done so much work. Um, I felt felt like we've had about 100 camps, which we probably have. I think we've been five camps this year and the best preparation on glass. It, it does when you're my age. It feels like 100 camps. Um, but we've had five camps uh, between Lincoln and um, the Mount. And 
on grass wicket. So it's the best prepared that we've been able to, and we've been having great cricket conversations. I think one thing that gets lost with the women's game is we don't actually play the volume of cricket than the men do, and we mm. don't have the same numbers coming through. You know, we might our domestic girls might train four four to six hours a week, whereas the guys are what thirty thirty odd hours a week. Um, so you, so having that cricket knowledge sort of has to come from those camps. And I think with bringing the likes of um, Sophie and Susie back into the mix, the leadership that they've got not only just gives confidence to the girls, but it's able to have those cricket conversations. But it's pretty clear, like our senior players haven't stood up and scored the bulk of the runs for a long period of time. And we know that, you know, we're the ones that are in the top five or six and we've got to do the job. Um, Like Susie's come back like she's 15 again, which is great. Um, She did have pigtails when she was 15, so I did encourage (laughs) you to bring them back. But uh, she's not quite there. Apparently she's more mature now. So, um, But, yeah, so having her back in the group and and the confidence, and she's been been hitting it brilliantly. And it it did take a good ball to get her out last night. Um, And Sophie's in a really Mm. good headspace as well. So it's just about us converting what we've been doing in in those camps and at training onto the – onto the ground and just taking it to them. And, yeah, look, we've got nothing to lose, to be honest, because in fairness, we have been losing. So if we can get on a bit of a roll and gain some momentum, I think that will be great. And, and you know, we're obviously missing a couple of experienced bowlers and Rosemary Mayer and Mealy Kerr at home, um, but it gives a really good opportunity for the youngsters to come through. And, yeah, and we're, you know, we're effectively all competing for World Cup spots as well. So, um, yeah, it couldn't be a better time to for the opportunities for a women's cricket player in New Zealand at the moment. Oh, wonderful. Katie, thank you very much for joining us, mate. We really appreciate you taking the time. And as always, your insights are fascinating and um, we love being able to chat to you. So good luck for the remainder of the tour over there, mate. And um, make sure you enjoy yourself. Today, Cheers, Katie. You don't always get to tour. Uh, yeah, you're going to be all washed up as a cricketer in the tour. Go have a nice gym. Miss. So enjoy yourself. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, I'll jump on the TAB while I'm here as well and I'll see how your tips go. <laughs> Yes. Wonderful, wonderful. Thanks, Katie. Take care. That is Katie Martin out of the White Ferns all the way over there in the UK. Of course, they are taking on England in that series, 1-0 down in the current series, looking to bounce back strong. They've got the players to do it. Just need a little bit of the rub of the green and just tidy up a couple of rough areas. But it was good to chat to Katie. We're coming up 7.20 in the morning. We've got Danielle Johnson and Kevin Mialamu later on. Send us a text. If you've got a question for them, send us a text, double eight, double three, and we will try and endeavour to ask them as best we can when we get them on the show. But for now, we're going to shoot off for a little bit of a break. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Big thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Coming up 25 minutes past 7 o'clock on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Lots of tips coming in on the text line, but give us a call. 0800 150 is the Kennard's higher phone line. We'd love to hear from you throughout the morning. Oh, Bledisloe weekend. I am excited. Hear this. Bowden Barrett. Is he the forgotten man? Have people become so captivated by the Moanga effect? Don't get me wrong, Moanga is on another level. But let me tell you this. This is a man who has amassed 1,260 Super Rugby points. He's had 93 caps for the All Blacks, amassing 675 points. He's a two-times IRB Player of the Year. He's a World Cup winner. 
The list could go on and on. But stats don't win you games. No one plays the game for stats. The game is won by those who demand excellence and demand to be there in the big moments. Game-defining moments. When the game is on the line, you want your big players to step up. Cast your mind back to 2013. That last-minute try-saving tackle on Willie LaRue at Alice Park to beat the Springboks in what was considered the match of the century. Bowden Barrett. Or back to 2015 World Cup final in that moment. Ben Smith grubbers the ball through. For a second I thought it was Ronaldo playing. To be able to handle the oval pigskin at pace with such ease. I dare you to go give it a go. That moment. Bowden Barrett. So I tell you this now. Watch Bowden. Watch Bowden very, very closely on Sunday. Don't just look at the glory things like tries, like line breaks. Those will come. And those will come for those around him. But watch him. Watch him surveying the game. Always scanning. Like a game of chess. The defender goes here, so I'll go there. Defensive winger is up flat and infield. So I'll just pop a kick over his head for Severis to score a try. Then the defence spreads, worrying about that kick again. So he hits his big forward runners, Guzla, Savia, flat at the line. There is so much going on. That is the All Blacks effect. Pitch is always changing. But then, the defence, they forgot about that running threat. That Bowden threat. Speed to burn. Wallaby switch off for half a second. And bang! Goes Bowden, as Marshy would say. He's off. And man, is he back. Bowden's back. Watch him closely, I say. Watch him closely. Welcome back, Bowden. Welcome back, my brother. Bumpfer. As Marshy would say. How good's that from Izzy Dag? <laughs> in the moment, my son. Get yourself lost in that. How good. Hey, I'm yeah. just so pumped. I'm just so pumped uh, to see Bodie back. Like, that's that's the thing. Like, don't get me wrong. Richie Mwanga, he is on fire. He is on another level. But this, we just can't forget the Bowden effect and what he's done for this game. Two times IB Player of the Year. Like so, I just I just tell you now, watch him closely on Saturday. I know for a fact that he is ready for this game, and he is ready to take that ten jersey by the grip. He can't wait, mate. So look, I got nerves reading that out. I actually wrote that last night, and and just the I know Bowden, I know how passionate he is, and and I just I just tell us I tell you out there now, watching the game, just watch him closely. Everyone looks for the glory, but they don't see the little things throughout the game that that he's doing. He's constantly organising. He's constant. He's always surveying what the options are. He's always making great decisions, and um, yeah, I'm just so excited to see him back out there, Bears. I'm looking forward to watching him play. It's an embarrassment of riches, really, isn't it? That the All Blacks have, and even Quade yeah. Cooper mentioned that overnight. You sit out, Richie Mwanga, and who comes in? Bowden Barrett. Are you kidding me? Mm. You can't keep the great ones down, they say as well. And Bowden Barrett has been there. He's done it. And he's ticked every box and he gets his opportunity on Saturday as well, just to remind everyone of what he is capable of. And Izzy, you could not have set it up any better than that. Watch out for some of those plays that Izzy alluded to. 
that little cross kick and the little flat ball as well. It's uh, fantastic. Is that is as good as it gets. It's seven thirty in the morning. Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Here's Trudy with the news for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building New Zealand. I reckon Sunday from three, we were about to promote blee, <laughs> all blacks. Go. Warriors versus Titans go. live. Then Steve Devine joins Ricardo Ball as the Bledisloe Cup happens live here on SENC. Yeah, that's it. That's the one. That's what we Shut were looking for. That's what we were looking for. Well done, Trudy. That's bad. Uh, that's oh, what we were after. No. At 28 Is minutes. Is that Joe? Joe did that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just put it Sorry on Joe. Right. Yeah. It's Friday. I'll get away with it. It's yeah, all good. That's all right. That's okay. Joe's been good. Gone he has a bit early there, Joe. He hasn't left his swipe Shot card. A bit early, yeah. He hasn't locked himself out of the building in the last couple of days, so he's probably <laughs> primed for a <laughs> for a raise, I reckon. Yeah. Oh, easy. <sighs> All right, twenty-eight minutes away from eight o'clock, and you're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast. How's this on the text machine? Thought the boys had Gus Golden for a second there. That was awesome. Love it, Izzy from Adam. Thank you, Adam. I completely agree. <laughs> That was Gus Gouldesque, and it was awesome. I've got I've got to do my choices flooring poll, boys. Uh, remember, check out the choices flooring's room view program, and on the All Blacks is he one thing that I mean, Bowden Barrett, he's going to go bang as you were telling us, and can't wait to watch out for all those little things. But one thing I'm interested in knowing, mm. it's a Sunday game, 6 p.m. Mm. in Perth. Give us a text double eight double three, or go to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on Twitter. Have your choice. Are you fired up for a Sunday evening game? Does it mean a Sunday session in your household, at your flat, wherever you are? Or are you more of a traditionalist and you want your rugby on a Saturday? Personally, even though the early wake up on a Monday morning, I am excited. I feel like it gives a bit of a novelty factor. What do you reckon, boys? It's also Father's Day, so that's cool. (laughs) Oh. What do you reckon? Might get a sleep in? Might it get a chill out day? Get dinner? On our lap while we're watching the Warriors into the into the All Blacks. What a Sunday! You can't beat that, Bears. Yeah, oh, sorry, I was just stuck on when Louis said in your flat, and I was thinking, Jesus, actually, some people will be in their <laughs> flat. I don't. I haven't, I haven't called my place a flat. I suppose it kind of is. I suppose for some they live in flats. Hey, um, Joe, I suppose that's comedy <laughs> as well. Right? Like, as a comedian. As a comedian, you just got to find yourself. You got to find a way to enter, enter the stage, don't you? Oh, just got to get things, on the stage. Things are the funniest when they go wrong. I remember I used to always like trip over on stage and stuff when I'm going to do stand up. People loved it. It was better than my actual content. It was great. Go Williams. <laughs> you go, like, we were laughing. Yeah, no, yeah, we were laughing awkwardly. It doesn't matter awkwardly, if you're laughing, but we were laughing. It doesn't matter if you're laughing at me or with me. I don't care. Laughs are laughs. It's all good. <laughs> See what a great mentality. That's why. You, that's why you're going to really. Dominators the comedian as well, Joe. Especially if the other job doesn't work out. Anyway, a few other text messages to run through here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Argentia. Argentia. On the nose, lads, it's a machine. Argentia. Good future tip. Argentia. Okay. Good future tip for the thousand guineas to magical horse Mark. Take Mooney Valley Race 8, number 3, the chosen one, just wins at $11. Its first up record mm. fresh over the last few years is great. Pac-Man from the Cup of Ticos. 
Meeting 11, race 7, number 1, Zaki. Do not forget about Zaki. He has been dominant so far. J-Mac on board, ticks all the boxes. And there's one I particularly like down. Oh, there's another one here. Number 12, meeting 11, race 8, number 12, Kukaracha. Drawn a touch wide, of course, the Derby won it. Drawn a touch wide, but it's good enough to overcome it. And then this one down here from Muhammad from Matamata. Morning, lads. Ranwick, race 8, order again. $4.80 for the place. I'll be smacking it on the snot box, but just building a multi, <laughs> as Louis would say. So there you go, some juicy odds from the Muhammad from Matter Matter. Oh, I love that. The snot box. Juicy <laughs> odds just there. Here's an idea, and I'm completely making this up as we go. I haven't got any clearance whatsoever, but I'm going to run with it anyway. What about a $50 bonus bet? We get a $50 bonus bet, so we put... yeah. Izzy's tip, my tip, and Louis's tip together with one tip out there from one of you that we choose by the end of the show. Out there. One tip from you by the end of the show. And we put them all together in a four-leg multi, and we, we get a yeah. $50 bonus bet. We might have to hit Paul Mawati up for this one, or maybe... <laughs> He'll be listening. Over, He'll be listening. Over, over an Aussie. <laughs> and, and we put it on, and whatever we win, we give to charity. What do you think? I think, or, or we totally just all split amongst ourselves. We could do that too. Oh, I'm available for that. I thought you were going to go four ways there for a minute, Bears, and I was like really pumped up. But then you brought on the charity, so we have to go with the charity now, don't we? So we'll go Child Counts Against Foundation, won't we? Yeah, yeah. Or we should we go to another one? And if we don't, oh, we, what we could do is we could give it to Joe for his last his last day payment as well. <laughs> 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 it's a little oh. redundancy package on the way out of the building (laughs) 7.37 in the morning we've got Danielle Johnson coming up next, give us a message double eight, double three, ask us a question for Danielle Johnson this is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ You certainly are 18 minutes away from 8 o'clock this morning on a lovely Friday morning. Hey, uh, coming up really shortly, we're getting to do something fun. We get to announce our text of the month winner. So this person is going to be sleeping very easy in a $10,000 temper bed. We've got so many great texts on double eight double three over the last month, so it's been a hard job finding the text of the month. But we're looking forward to being able to announce that very shortly. But before then, wow, there's plenty of racing going on this weekend. And is here off to the races. Thanks to Waikato Stud, your source for a racehorse. That's right, Waikato Stud, your source for a racehorse. It is a great pleasure for us now to introduce, well, she was dominant last year in the Jockeys Premiership, and then she notched her thousandth race win as well. Quite an incredible achievement for a quite incredible athlete as well. Well, this weekend it is spring racing. How exciting is that? And yesterday she rode a couple of winners there in, on the synthetic at Cambridge, and she's got a heck of a book of rides, including Avantage and Peritres, Horde, the Bourbon, and Fonzolette. Oh, get on those odds. I wonder what she's paying in the jockeys, the old jockeys um, championship tomorrow. That could be that could be jockeys challenge, I think it's called. That might be a little bit for the day. Anyway, all the way from Matamata, which is a glorious day looking out the window here, is New Zealand's top female jockey, Danielle Johnson. Good morning, Danielle. Good morning, boys. How are you? We're good, thanks, Dee. We're good. Must be great to be back and racing after having a couple of quiet weeks. 
yeah, it's nice to be back. Um, back at the races yesterday, and no owners. The, the dynamic of the the racing is a little bit different, but um, at least we're out there and we're able to get underway again. Yeah, no owners. That must be a great thing for a jockey, is it? Have no one sitting there. <laughs> I was going to say that, but not, I didn't think like of this. Me too. Why did you? <laughs> Especially you, you got a sharp tongue as well, Danielle. So you, you normally just lash back at them anyway. It works well for me not having them there. Yeah, but you do have you do have your your partner there though, Jamie, and he he will give you a bit of a he'd he'd also just keep you in line, wouldn't he? Oh, we won't even go there. Shit. <laughs> uh, he might he might be uh, listening. Very, yeah. Oh, I'm sure he's listening. Of course he'd be listening, Jamie. They always <laughs> listen. Anyway, anyway, you got a huge book, uh, huge book tomorrow, D. Avon Taj and Peritrees. You must be excited to jump, jump on top of them. Yeah, I'm so looking forward to it. Um, just it was my lucky day um, when I got on Avon Taj. Obviously, I couldn't um, get back down because of the borders. So um, great to mm. team up with her again and. She's what a mare she is. Um, she's pretty incredible. How did you feel getting back into the to the racing uh, after obviously being away for a couple of weeks? Did you did it just click straight back in and get straight into it, or did it take a bit to get used to it again? Oh, I reckon it always takes a couple of rides just to get your eye back in. Um, mm. I've stayed pretty fit. Hey, I saw you running with your husky. You can vouch for me saying that I've been out um, exercising. Yeah, I'm not sure what um, I was doing was called running, but you you, you were saying running. <laughs> yeah, I think you're yeah. getting dragged more. Yeah, so that's right. He's strong, running. eh? That strong was <laughs> old Bowie. You looked a bit scared of him, actually. <laughs> it's, yeah, he was quite intimidating, actually. <laughs> hey, D, we got a text here from uh, from one of our listeners. D, race eight, number two, ladies, man, your ride, very short odds. What do you think of him? Um, form's really good. He's going to be coming back to a bit better track on Saturday. Um, but I certainly think Alan wouldn't be bringing up, if, bringing him up if he didn't think he was a winning chance. So, um, I know the team, um, have high hopes behind him. Um, yeah, so really looking forward to getting on him. He's probably a little bit unlucky not to win last start. Um, but good draw. 61 on his back. But, um, Alan Sherrick is the trainer. So there's a lot of positives here. I was going to ask you that as well, actually. How how do you find working for various trainers? You've obviously um, got a good affiliation with with Tiaka and and Jamie Richards. You've got Alan Sharrick as well, Stephen Marsh, ridden a lot of horses for. Do you find working for different barns, you you develop a bit more affiliation and and just able to settle a lot better as well, or or it doesn't bother you? Uh, I don't think it really bothers us as jockeys too much because that's our profession that we just you know you've just got to go and ride for you know whoever that you're riding for um without having to to build too much of a relationship with him um i'm lucky enough that i have built a relationship with alan getting on you know a few of his horses and, and winning nice races on them um obviously jamie i do quite a bit of track work for him and also marshy so you sort of some trainers like their horses ridden differently and, and you can adapt to that um each way, but I certainly can say that a few of them are pretty tough to ride for. <laughs> <laughs> I bet, Danielle. We're, I bet we're, we're building a we're building a wee multi here. We're building a wee multi on our show. We've gone three legs each. 
for the fourth lead. I've heard that put it out to, Baz has been throwing to our up. Listen. Oh, sorry. It's been going good, watch, actually, Baz. I've been on fire, D. On fire. <laughs> actually? If I do, so, do say so myself, yeah. <laughs> he has been. Yeah, he has been going pretty well. He's created a bit of a Give us one, D. Say. Give us one. Give us one. That's what I want to know. Give us one. Give us one. I want a bit of juice, uh, too, yeah, for sure. Imperatrice. She's my one for Saturday. Yeah. $1.50, D. Come on. Dollar yeah, but you just said give you one. I've just given you one. Oh, I want a bit of juicy. <laughs> what you, hey, is I tell you what, you will not win an argument with D. Okay, she's way too clever, <laughs> way too quick, and way too clever. So we'll take our dollar fifty and we'll run with that. Okay, we won't argue. Well, we'll just move on. I like on. the confidence. <laughs> I like the confidence. I'll say my four. The four horses I'd pick are all going to be favourites. So I'm a losing situation. Yeah, well, that's testament to what you've been able to achieve in the saddle over, over the last... Thousand race horse winners. Little Unbelievable. Yeah. And you're, and you're a farmer as well, Dee. We, we have a segment on the show called Country Clueless, but you've got a farm. Are you, are you clueless or clued up when it comes to farming? I'm clueless. <laughs> oh, but I can, good. you know, I can wing a few things. I can move some sheep if I need it to. Yeah, Nice. Nice. So who looks after the farm for you then? Dad looks after my farm, which I'm very lucky that I don't have to attend too many outings there. Oh, good. All right, well, we'll <laughs> let you go. You'll be busy. you get yourself ready for your big meeting tomorrow. Enjoy your day off in Matamata. I might see you out and about. Well, no, no, we've got trials. Keep distance, though. Oh, you're riding trials today. Oh, geez, you're busy. Jeez, you're busy, busy mate. 30 trials today. Oh, okay. Got to make money. I can hear that cash reg. I can hear that cash register just <laughs> ticking over, D. No worries. All right, low, thanks, Eve. Oh, yeah. yours is getting a bit low. Crikey, we're all in trouble if yours <laughs> is getting a bit low. Yeah. All right, thanks for joining us, D. All the best in the weekend, and yeah, yeah. hope it uh, hope it all goes well. And thanks for thanks, Eve, for joining us on Baz and Izzy. Hey, you, you haven't asked me who my favourite owner is. Who's your Who favourite owner, owner? D? Baz McCullum, come on. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Who's, who's my favourite horse? Your... Tabata. T- yeah. Tabata. Yeah. Yeah. You're too good. See you are too good. <laughs> See you, mate. Oh, Bye. what a star. Danielle Johnson. <laughs> oh, Tell you what, Baz. You don't want to get on the wrong side of her, mate. Don't want to get on the wrong side of her. She'll bloody roll ya. Tell you that. Can hear her voice. Yeah, she's a cracker, Danielle. Not only is she a great rider, but she's a good personality. And I think well after she's finished riding, she's going to have a big part to play in racing and the media and and stuff. If she wanted to, anyway, she might be too busy counting the cash out on the farm. But if she wanted to, she would do an amazing job. And we appreciate her joining us here. That was the Waikato Stud catch up with Danielle Johnson, Waikato Stud home of champion size, including Savabill and Ocean Park. It is 7.52 in the morning on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Coming up to the news at 8 o'clock, and look, we get some fantastic texts on this show. So when we were doing this temper text of the month uh, promotion and we're trying to give away a temper bed worth $10,000, it was always going to be a hard job to find the text of the month because we, we get so much good interaction, don't we, Baz? 
Yeah, we sure do. Like the text of the week this week, which when we were talking rhyming Cockney slang, and I mentioned the old Bruce Lee to Izzy, and Izzy wasn't quite sure what I meant. <laughs> Clearly, I was talking about the knee, and someone texted, and he said, and he texts in, Bruce Lee, you dickhead. He's talking. To... <laughs> so that was a good one. That was a text of the week. We had to give that a made us laugh. But the text of the month, is he? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The text yeah. of the month was from Patty in Christchurch. Do you want to read out the text of the month? Yeah, yeah I'll read it out, out for you, mate. Uh, morning, lads. I'd be interested to know what keeps the fire burning for coaches to keep on going. Was watching NRL 360 last night, and they are talking about Bennett and Bellamy, who have coached forever. Why doesn't Razor stay with the Crusaders for 10 to 15 years and create a legacy that no one can come close to? He's got that fizz that seems indomitable, which is absolutely outstanding. And that was a question we threw to Smithy as well. So we used that question for our attempt to sleep on it with Smithy, and, um, mate, it was an unbelievable uh, question. And yeah, why doesn't he? Why doesn't he just stay with them and... So- and build on that legacy. So that wins title straight. So that wins our temper bid, which is quite an incredible prize. And a massive thanks to temper mm. as well. I've got my own temper bid. One of the perks of the job. Yours is coming some, some stage as well as, and they are outstanding. So well done to Patty and well done to everyone who texts in. We really appreciate all of your texts. It helps with our mm. show. We love to feel as if you are a part of being in our studios as well across Auckland. Christchurch and here in Matamata so it's a great it's a great thing for us and well done to Patty we hope you enjoy that prize and a big thank you to Temper I think that bed's worth about 10 grand mate so whew, no worries I mean they are good Zach just give away a 10 grand bed, bed. thank you Ta <laughs> sweet ass Patty in Christchurch yeah. Yeah. enjoy that you rest easy yeah, on nice. and you can have a little think about your own question maybe you can answer it yourself Patty we're coming up to 8 o'clock in the morning here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. We've got plenty more coming up. Kevin Mialamu on the other side. Izzy Dag is going to give us a bit more on the Bledisloe as well. But until then, it's time for a McCafe after the show. And here's Trudy with the news for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building New Zealand. Gotta and good morning. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. We're just after 8 a.m. in the morning on the, this Friday, the 3rd of September, Friday. We love Fridays, don't we? Now, we've just given away. We've just given away our temper bed to Patty from Christchurch for his amazing text message for the text of the month. And he wins a temper bed, a temper queen mattress, a temper queen adjustable base, two temper pillows, how good is that? What a prize wow. and well-deserved for a fabulous question from Patty down there. Does, is Patty your name, is he, or your neighbour's <laughs> name? Because he's also from Christchurch. Uh, Patty out in a Hawkeye. Yeah, he's in a meeting. He's in a meeting, mate. Yeah. Obviously, we're in a yeah, meeting. He's in a meeting, so right? No. <laughs> if it is Patty, if it is Patty's from Christchurch, mate, he's in for an absolute beautiful day. I'll tell you what, 20 degrees down here, bear. Sun is shining on my back. It is a beautiful, beautiful day. I'm, oh, I love a Friday, mate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good. 
Well, we've, I'm sure Paddy's going to love a Friday when he wakes up, when, not, when he gets his temper bed and he wakes up on that. Uh, what a great morning we've had so far, mate. Last couple of hours we've had a pleasure of chatting to Katie Martin all the way up there in the UK, of course, representing the White Ferns who are in that battle, that challenge with the English women's side, 1-0 down in that series. But they have an experienced side and we're hopeful that they can bounce back. And then we've just spoke to... Uh, premiership winning jockey from last season, Danielle Johnson, who is the best female jockey in the country and challenging Opie Bossom, I think, as the best jockey in the country as well. And as always, she was quick with, quick-witted and gave us a couple of stares in towards Imperatries and, and a good book of rides for her over the weekend as well. So it's been good to chat to them. We also had, wow, a, an amazing couple of minutes where... Israel Dag sort of went all kind of Phil Gould and just gave us a deep, <laughs> a deep sort of look into how the ABs are going to play in the weekend, and particularly Bowden Barrett, and that was fabulous. That is he, when you just get yourself lost in those moments, there's there's few better things when you're talking rugby. You can see the passion and the emotion, <laughs> and um, and I'm sure you're going to talk a little bit more rugby with our next guest as well, mate. Yeah, looking forward to chatting to Kevin Mulami. He's been out of the game, but I was very, very lucky enough to be able to share the field with him on uh, many occasions. Uh, he's an absolute champion of bloke, and what he's achieved on the field is is absolutely amazing. But for, for seeing him off the field, mate, he's an absolute champion. I know he's well regarded in the South Auckland community, and uh, he's running a gym there, actually. Um, and I know it's very community, but it's, it's really community-based. And, uh, yeah, so just looking forward to talking to him about what he's been up to and just getting a bit more of an insight of uh, of what he's um, what he thinks the current All Black side's looking to achieve over there. So that's going to be great, mate. Have we got him on the line, have we? Not just yet we don't. We're going to read this text, though. Absolutely fizzing for the te- test, lads. Bloody disappointed it's on a Sunday night, though. It means I'm off to work extremely dusty two Sundays in a row <laughs> with us also playing the Pumas the following Sunday. Oh, hang on. No, if it's on Sunday, you're going to be dusty on a Monday, not a Sunday. Come on. It's Monday follows Sunday. Anyway, now we have Kevin Lee Alamo on the phone, so I'll hand it over to you, my, my man. Yep, no worries. It gives me great pleasure to welcome in a man who I've, I've had the privilege to share the field with on many occasions. A man that was so uncompromising on the field, but off the field had the mana and the respect of those that were in his presence. He played 132 tests and over 370 first-class games a career spanning over 16 years of professional rugby. He's now spending time with his beautiful family while running a gym called Fit60 Fit Southside, which I know is a real game changer within his community. Thanks for joining us, brother. Kevin Mulami, how are you, bro? Morning, I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, I'm good, mate. Thanks for joining us. Got Baz McCullum here with me, mate. Um, how you doing during this lockdown, mate? Um, it's... Um you know, I, I, we, I'm actually enjoying the, you know, the family time. has been really good. Um, yeah. But I think, uh, you know, for for most uh, people uh, running small businesses as well, it's, um, there's a few yeah. challenges, but um, but everyone's trying to do their bit to make sure we, we do our bit for, for, our, for our country, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure, mate. And, and obviously the gym's shut down, mate. So how are you filling in your days? I know you've got a young, well, you know, they're teenagers now, the kids. So how are you keeping them busy? <laughs> yeah, no, um, 
Well, uh, you know, uh, everyone's everyone's trying to stay agile uh, with small businesses as well. So we've we're online uh, twice a day, which is which is good. Trying to keep um, people yeah. moving and keep people engaged. But um, the family time has been good. The kids are growing up, you know. Um, so uh, you know, getting a, getting a chance to spend a bit of time with them as they uh, as they get older. These are probably, probably the moments you, you cherish as well. So. No, we just we make the most of this time together, and um, you know, trying to trying to keep in contact with everyone as well. Nice, bro. Hey, Kevin Baz here. Hey, I was just wondering. So you've now set up this this business, and and you're fully into it. Was that always a plan right throughout your your rugby career that you you wanted to head down this route when you finished playing? Hey, Baz. Um, you know, I, was, I think. Um, you know, I was probably in a, in a lucky position um, for me when I finished playing rugby. I, I sort of had a, a day where, where I knew I was going to finish. And um, I think having that day um, gave me a chance to sort of look a little bit for, look look ahead and say, um, well, if, if I know this is the day I'm going to finish, you know, I've got to put some time into um, understanding what, what am I, I going to be doing when I finish as well. So, you know, we... Um, we were lucky enough to set up the gym a, a couple of years before I uh, finished, and um, you know um, was able to walk walk straight into it uh, once I once I finished playing rugby as well. So still, um, you know, we're six years into it, and um, a lot of learnings along the way. But um, you know, been able to been able to do some really good things in that space, and um, really really lucky to be able to do with some good people as well. Yeah, Donna. Just explain to us a little bit more as well, if you can, Kevin, about um, some of those good things that you are doing. Izzy explained to me that you're working with a lot of the, the South Auckland um, community and, and trying to give, give people a real good opportunity to work on their fitness and things. It must be so fulfilling to be doing that work. Yes, and, uh, you know, uh, you know we, we live out south and our, and our business is, uh, is out south as well and it's in our same community that we live in as well, so... I think just getting a chance to um, get some, you know, that's put some real good purpose behind uh, the business that we work in, and it's about getting getting people moving. And um, you know, it's, it's it's like a you you when you when you build a a group training um, gym like this, it's it's like a it's a it's a hub for people to come together, not only work on their fitness, but there's a there's a real good social side to it as well. Um, you, you can feel it when you're there as well. That when when people uh, are there training, they're enjoying themselves, having a lot of fun as well. And uh, I think the the outcome of it as well is that they that they they're looking after themselves uh, physically as well. Oh, awesome! Hey, we're talking to Kevin Mialamu. Give us a text if your with your greatest memories of the great man. That is Kevin Mialamu. Give us a text on double eight double three absolute champion. I know there'll be a few. Messages coming about that critical moment in that Bledisloe Cup, Kevy, but we won't talk about that when you got the knuckles flying. But uh, anyway, we'll move <laughs> on from that, my brother. <laughs> um, <laughs> mate, I know you're doing a, <laughs> I know you're doing a lot of things, uh, a lot of things in the community for men's health and mental health as well. Men's carry crew, is that something that you're really passionate about and and has to be spoken about a bit more out out in the public? Yes, I think um, you know, especially when I think about um, what we're doing um, currently. Like we, you know, we're going through COVID. You know, for some people, it's um, they're able to um, they've got some good people around them, 
in, in times like this. But um, you know, for a lot of us uh, and, for, and for a lot of our men as well, uh, just being able to open up and um, being able to share the load. You know, our, what our, our focus behind this carry crew was being able to get uh, men together, um, doing some um, physical activity, which was being able to go go for a walk together with, with other men as well. And um, and we'll be carrying some canteens or and, and backpacks and some objects, but uh, with the thought behind it that uh, you know when the load gets too heavy, just being able to share that with other people as well. So um, good way of um, not only getting men moving, but also um, learning that uh, you're not alone. You there's people there to help mm. and trying to build trying to build that sort of uh, support network around men as well. So. Um, I think you know, it is important. Um, we all we all struggle at some at some stage, and I think when people think about uh, your well-being or your mental health, it's not always it's not always uh, all the way, which is total desperation. Uh, sometimes it's just uh, having someone or people there uh, that you can lean on just when you're going through uh, things. So you know, that's mm-hmm. that's that was the main um, focus around it. Just trying to get trying to get men moving and. Uh, just trying to build a, a support network around around men as well. That's awesome. Love what you're about, mate. Just just one last question on on the mental health. Um, just for some blokes or, or, or anyone who's out there that that's struggling or going through that their own struggles at the moment, would you have any advice for them? Um, there's there's a lot of help out there, and um, I think um, you know there's, there's a lot of a lot of uh, people. And people like myself that are advocating for this, and we're not specialists. There are special, there's definitely there's mm. a lot of specialist help out there. Um, but you know, but we're here to we're here to help. Sometimes it's just about having a, a, an ear that you can uh, for, for, for people to be able to share with. So there's uh, we're, we're lucky, especially in the sport that we've, we've come from as, as well, uh, being being able to have um, that sort of help uh, around us and that sort of support. But yeah. Um, there's a lot of help around, so um, um, it's as easy. It's, uh, it's being able to being able to look at look at uh, look at look it up, and if and if that's hard as well, just coming through to us, uh, we, we can uh, help direct you to the right people as well. Awesome, bro. Awesome, bro. We got to talk some code because you are a champion in that in that sense, you mate. You're a legend. <laughs> so we got a text message here, Kevy. Kevy, who is the best yeah. winger you have played with? And that's from Reed and Gore. Who was the best winger you played with, brother? Best winger. Um, it was really hard to, um, to to sort out one. Like when yeah. I first um, when I first entered into the game, the, the, the two wingers that I was playing alongside were Doug Howlett and Jonah Lindman. Yeah. And uh, wow. they went all the way through to, and uh, we had Joe Rukafoko, uh in there as well, uh, through to. As we played a few games on the wing there, we had uh, CJ played a few <laughs> games on the wing. Julian, you know, like uh, it's hard yeah. to it's hard to uh, pick one out of it because it's. I, I'd seen uh, I had seen yeah, Paul once, and they were trying to they were asking who who was the who was the biggest hitter like um, Brian Lima, uh, Jerome Kano, um, yeah. Michael Jones. It's like trying to ask that question, you know. So giving me a line, um, all, all got their different strengths, but there's some amazing wingers out there, right? Yeah. 
Well, this is a McCafe coffee catch-up, and we're joined by Kevin Mialamu here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. There's another question here as well, Kevin. It's um, who is the best fullback you have played with? Cheers from Iz, <laughs> Izzy from Ahoka. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell him uh, the story. Have you got any good <laughs> stories you can share share with us about Izzy on tour? Oh. You must have you must have some good stories no. to share about him. He, it was funny, Izzy. You can always tell like where he kind of who he who his leaders were within the team whenever he's trying to. You now whenever we're talking about getting guests on, because he's like, oh, give him a love. Oh yeah, no, no, he's awesome. Heaps of mana. I tell you, when you when he talks, you listen. It's almost like, I know, I know, he must have put you, Kevin, you must have put his in his place a fair few times, eh? Oh, no, there's one thing I can tell you about Izzy, like, um, just, he's one of those people that can pick up, he can pick up any, anything, he's just one of those guys that can pick up, you know, just, there's those naturally talented guys that when you come across him, they just, they pick up stuff, you know, you can pick up a golf club, and he's good at it, you know, just kick the ball good at it, you know, so, um, <laughs> No, we had some good. Me, me and Liz, we were lucky enough to um, play alongside uh, some good men, so uh, mm. we experienced yeah. a lot of a lot of good stuff. So, uh, no, I was, I was lucky enough to to, um, to play alongside Liz. I was watching at 2014 Bledisloe the other day. Um, uh, the one that uh, came down, you know, came down to the uh, last kick to uh, Slady kicking that last uh, ball for us to win, and uh, yeah, no, it was just. Some of these, some of the moments that you're that you're lucky enough to play, and you don't actually um, you're part of them, but you don't actually get a chance to, to sit down and watch them. And when, when I watched that test match, I just realised how uh, how amazing it was, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, I totally agree, mate. Oh, I, I I kick myself seeing the, the players that I got to share the field with, mate. It's uh, it's unbelievable. I've got a question here, Kev, from Sean, and I, I've played you a few times on the PlayStation. Kev, were you ever defeated in PlayStation on tour? You're pretty good, I must say. <laughs> I had a pretty good streak, actually. What games? I'll leave it there. What games? What games? NFL, bro. He's got NFL. He's got the oh, Ravens uh, and oh, just audibles. Actually, I was, I was definitely a Madden man, um, but I think Izzy yeah. touched me up a few times on um, on um, on two K. Yes, <laughs> Lakers, baby. Uh, I love, I love how you lead into that one. This, hey, hey yeah. Kevin, can you talk to us about the talk to us about the uh, the Bledisloe this weekend? What, what do you, what do you think um, we can expect from uh, from the ABs? Um, you know, I think it's always, uh, I always, uh, um, I'm always encouraged to see like a good performance when you see the. Um, the boys together and they're in there they've, they've been in camp a little bit and they've had a bit of a chance to um, really connect them there so you know, I'm expecting uh, I'm expecting to see a good performance uh, from our guys I know I'm missing a few key um, key players that didn't go over um, you know um, due to some stuff but uh, you know my experience from uh, being an All Black as well is that uh, when, when other guys get an opportunity as well and under a new uh, a new skipper over there as well, uh, the team rises for, for that. So they're facing big challenges. They've been away for a long time, away from their uh, loved ones as well. 
but um, but as he knows this as well, that when the challenge is high, that the that the boys end up um, right to that as well. Yeah, one hundred percent, Kevy. Um, I just want to ask you last question before we go. Artie's selection for captain. I know you would have been there when Tana was captain. Similar leaders. Oh, um, yeah. I've, you know, the, the more I see Adi um, play, and I've been you know, been lucky enough to spend some time around him as well. He's definitely mm. definitely got those qualities as well. Um, and you know, you know, my experience as well, having uh, having a new captain, just making sure that that uh, that support around him, those other leaders around him, are, are really doing their jobs well as well. Uh, it really helps uh, being able to uh, lead lead a more black squad when when everyone else is, is doing the job as well. So um, he definitely is a, uh, will lead by what he by, by action, uh, but he's a smart yeah. man as well, and uh, and you know I think he'll fill fill those shoes really well. Hey mate, do you, do you miss it? Do you miss footy and and the All Blacks and and being a part of those teams? Because we had the uh, we had the All Blacks come through uh, a bit earlier this year, and um, one of the things I, re- I realised that I miss is uh, just the camaraderie, being able to see the yeah. um, the energy when the boys came through the gym, and we had a few of our members that were that that were there to see that as well, and they just they were they were just saying that there was a buzz about it when they came through. You could see how tight they were they were training, yeah. so they all came in with the mindset that they were. You could see that they were on a mission, but uh, seeing them smile and laugh and and, and the, the tightness of the group—that's uh, probably what what I miss the most. Awesome, bro! Awesome. Hey, thank miss, you so much, Kivi, for joining us. Sorry, you I don't miss waking up on uh, Sunday. I don't. I don't miss waking <laughs> up on Sunday with a sore body, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, no, we all don't miss that, mate. Those recovery sessions are getting harder and harder as the years went on. But, mate, thank you so much for joining us, Kevin. Great to get your insights. Uh, you're an absolute legend of the game, mate. And hopefully, once this COVID's sorted, we can get that reunion we we're meant to have this weekend, isn't it? Next weekend. We're meant to have a wee yeah, reunion in Auckland. Yeah, Gutted we missed that. Yeah, no, I was looking forward to catching up with the boys and, uh, you know, um, yeah, it's Actually, it's been a few years. It's been 10 years, mate. What the heck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 10 years. Wow. But I uh, know it'll be awesome. 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 And, uh, have, a, have a good weekend. Awesome, mate. Damn. Thank you so much, Kevin Mialamu, legend, mate. Look forward to catching up with you soon. That was our McCoffee, McCafe coffee catch up with Kevin Mialamu. Cheers, bud. Legend. That cheers. Absolute legend of the game, and the 132 Test All Black, very considered man, and as you mentioned, mm. is clearly a man with a lot of mana right throughout the All Blacks' history too. So, very privileged to get the opportunity to speak to Kevin Mialamu here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. It's 8:23. A big thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Coming up to the news with Trudy, and uh, look, there's plenty of great texts to get through on double eight double three before the end of the show. Of course, you can give us a call on the Kinatai phone line, 0800 150 811. Kevin Mialamu, Baz, that was quite inspirational, really. Yeah, it was. He's just such a, a considered man. As he said to me um, before mm. he came on today, he said he doesn't say a lot in the environment, but when he does, everyone listens, and he... 
he chooses words wisely, and you could just tell that. So he's doing some great things in the community as well with his gym, and it's fantastic, I guess, from his point of view too, to transition away from the, the strong camaraderie you get by being a part of a sporting team to be able to still get that element of camaraderie and engagement and togetherness in his next step of our stage in life. be interesting to see if he at some point moves back into rugby um, because he's got mm. 132 test matches under his belt for the All Blacks. He's got a wealth of knowledge there. And as a leader, yeah. those people can't be lost to the game. So hopefully that happens at some stage there as well. We've got a, is a, we'll go back to the rugby in a sec, but later on in the show, uh, we've got our Friday tipple. And we toast some events mm. for the week. What I want to know is, what do you out there think? Double eight, double three. Give us some topics. What do you think are the big topics of the week that we should raise a glass to and just have a little choo-choo to say thank you, congratulations, and and we'll, uh, one of those topics, no doubt, will be Sophie Pascoe. But maybe just yep. give us another couple as well. Double eight, double three. That would be fabulous. Um, right, Is just give us a quick one, mate, on the ABs. How does today look for them? What are they doing today? Busy day, rest today. Day. How does it look? <clears throat> today's their big day. Today's their big, big day. So, yeah, oh, busy. sorry, I've, I've cocked this one up. Jeez, it's 8.30 years. See, this is my experience <laughs> as a broadcaster. We're off to the news. Here's Trudy for Kubota. Together we're shaping and building New Zealand. <laughs> Warriors versus Titans live. Then Steve Devine joins Ricardo as the Bledisloe Cup happens live here on SENZ. 27 minutes away from 9 o'clock on Friday, the 3rd of September. Spring racing this weekend. The Good Oil team, oh, they'll be fired up for it. Clado and Tainer and the team tomorrow. Craig Baker as well from Auckland Racing Club. They will be loving that. We'll get to Paul Moati very, very soon. But Choices Flooring's room view makes choosing flooring easy. Visit choicesflooring.com.au to find out more. Is he Baz? I asked. I asked. I asked everyone to have their their choice. I said, "Look, lads, we've got a Sunday, and and all the women out there, of course, boys and girls, one and all." I said, "We've got a, we've got an All Blacks game on a Sunday here. So, mm. how does that make you feel? It's a little bit unorthodox. Is it more of like a Sunday session vibe? You're stoked about it. That's quite Australian, the Sunday session. Or is it a you're a Saturday purist and you're not loving it?" We had one text that said that they're going to have to be dusty for work on the Monday. Well, you could just lay off the, the sherbets and just watch the rugby. But, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's you know, by the way, either way. On Twitter, we've got an 80-20 split. <laughs> <laughs> Hard out Saturday session, uh, Sunday session. They are far in Baz's camp. Sunday session, we are on. That's a four to five. Uh, sorry. one and all in, mate. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So people are loving it. They want the Sunday. We're looking forward to the Sunday All Blacks game. It's a little bit unorthodox, but I think um, like the 80% tells the story there, really. Anyway, it's time for a TAB live update. Be live on your favourite sports with the TAB app today. Paul Moati is on the line. Morning, Paul. Paulie! Paulie! Hey, he? Yes, brother. Yes. What do you got for us, mate? What oh, crikey. It's a busy, busy Friday, isn't it? Because um, the sort of the domestic scene has been sort of compressed slightly. So I think we've got something for everyone today. We've got a $10,000 guaranteed first four on every race at Hawara today. We've also got a $10,000 guaranteed first four on every race at the Addington Harness Meeting. And we've also got a $5,000 guaranteed first four on every race 
from the Wanganui Greyhounds today. So uh, something for all three codes there. I, lo- I know you like your bonus backs as well. So we've got a racing yep. bonus back promotion at races one, two, three, and four uh, from Addington tonight, Addington Harness tonight. So races one, two, three, and four are all bonus back races at Addington Harness tonight. Beautiful, nice. beautiful. Now, Paulie, Paulie, yep. we put together yep. a multi today, and and I I kind of went a little bit off script, and I I took some liberties, and and I and I sort of st- I I thought maybe we could get fifty bucks out of somewhere, whether it's out of Hutchie's <laughs> pocket here at SCNZ, or maybe it's out of Paulie Moati's pocket at the TAB. What do you reckon? What happened to Formal Friday? We've gone off script again. <laughs> I can't believe it. Uh, there's a fifty dollar bonus bet. I'll flick, I'll flick Louis a fifty dollar bonus bet. You guys can use that for the uh, charity multi yes. today. And make Beautiful. sure you spend it wisely. Okay, well, here you, you go. Then. Here you go. Here, listen, listen carefully, everyone. A tissue is the first leg. That is Izzy Dag. Skyman. Oh, that's $3. Skyman is my pick. $3.50. Mooney Valley, race nine. Race six. Zuzarella to place is Louis Herman Watts tip. $2.50. So there's $3 into three fifty into two fifty. I've got a question. I have two options here. We either go wide or we go tight. What would you like, Is Wide or tight? Wide mm. is the chosen one. Tight is Imperatriz. Man, there's been a few takes about the chosen one. I'm going more towards the chosen one. Go with Danielle. Oh, to go win with or Danielle. to place. Go with Danielle. Oh, yeah. Imperative. Yeah, go then, Imperative. Okay. Go, Imperative. $1.50. I can't believe it. On the nose. Okay. Imperatriz is our fourth leg. Thank you yep. to all of there you, you for texting us in. And there's our four-leg multi. Very kind of the TAB to put up a $50 bonus bet. That was Paulie Moati yeah, Promotions. Yep, sorry, but mate. You go, go boy. You got what do you got? Yeah, yeah. What do you got for us? Well, well I'm not going to uh, speak to you tomorrow, but we've got a a, a four by four Saturday uh, tomorrow. So we're going to do a bonus back promotion on races one, two, three, and four tomorrow at Tarapa, at Wanganui, at Randwick, and at the Valley. So. The first four races from Tarapa, Wanganui, Ranwick, and the Valley are all bonus back races tomorrow. So make sure you have a go. Cause I'm sure Paulie you'll be able to find Marty something there. Just keeps on giving. Beautiful. Thank you, Paulie Moat in the TAB promotions in play and hundreds of sports markets to choose from. Visit tab.co.nz. Please gamble responsibly. R18, and we have for our fifty dollars bonus back. Bonus bet, multi, four legs, 39, 37 odds, just under 2K collect, which we will donate to charity. Child cancer is the charity of choice. Get up, everyone. Get up, four legs, lovely. <laughs> 8.38 in the morning on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. We're going to be back very soon with the Friday tipple. Don't want to miss that one. Things could get a little loose. It is 16 minutes away from 9am when Ian Smith takes over. It's the first Friday of spring and we're absolutely loving it. It's been a big week here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. It's the last morning with Baz before he heads off to make a crust up in the UAE. So it's a perfect day to do this. 
Well, guys, we've made it. It's time for the Friday Tipple. Thanks to Headquarters Viaduct, the undisputed heavyweight HOSPO champions of New Zealand. And a big shout-out as well to Leo Malloy and all of his team here, there at Headquarters. I'm sure they'll be looking forward to getting things up and running again. And how's about this little beauty as well is the... Smith and Sheth Cruz Chardonnay 2018 tasting notes. Mm. Vibrant pale straw colour with some green tinges. Fresh and fruit driven. Almost Chablis. Chablis like. Oh, how's about that oh. in style? Complex and light on its feet. Sounds very similar to you, is. Vibrant acidity <laughs> balanced by a creamy, lingering texture. <laughs> there you go. If that ain't going to cleanse the Complex some and heavy on my feet. That's dag. What do you reckon a nice little um, wine pair, a little food pairing would go with the Smith and Chef Cru Chardonnay oh. 2018 vintage? I'd like a, some I'd probably like a little, yeah, little oysters. Or I'd probably go a little blue cheese uh, duck parfait with a nice beetroot cracker. That will probably go down really, oh. really nice with that. Didn't see that coming from a hoka. Wow, you like that, Bez? Sheesh, that's about you. Trudy will oh, be right. Trudy will be pumping her hands in the air. She's right up the air, thanks, Trudy. Straight out of Parnell or Ponsonby, that one there is my man. <laughs> oh. Right, what we should do? We should in this little Friday tipple, and we're very very thankful to headquarters Viaduct and for recommending the Smith and Sheth Crew Chardonnay. 2018 vintage. We should toast a couple of things from the week that's been. I'm going to shout out the first toast, mate, to level three. Yep. After level four, racing is back. And a big shout out to all those who have been doing it tough out there and the first sign of a little bit more freedom. Cheers. Why, thank you. Cheers, Bears. Great little toast here, mate. I've got the second one. I'm going to toast. The wonderful, the amazing Sophie Pascoe. Um, what Sophie's been able to achieve over the last, well, decade, she's been an absolute champion in everything she's done. She's amassed 19 medals, oh, what, 10 golds, uh, 11 golds. Um, she's absolutely amazing. And, and I get the feeling this potentially might be the last time we maybe see Sophie. Um, just from her um, comments post her races, few of the things, few of the words I've heard in the articles. And if it is, mate, I just want to toast to her, say thank you for everything. Hopefully it's not the last we see of you, but if it is, thank you so much uh, from the rest of New Zealand. I know everyone, I speak for a lot of people out there. Cheers for all that you've done, all that you've given to Paralympic sports and swimming in general. We love what you're about. Cheers, Sophie Pascoe. Yeah, yeah. Good shouters. Outstanding. I'm just going to read out this text. I want to give a big a big shout-out toast to Baz's tips for the week, the last couple of weeks. Couldn't agree more. Mantina, obviously, <laughs> taking the cake. That's, that's from <laughs> Brendan from Matamata. <laughs> uh, Vantina. I'm going to toast Vantina. There you go. Absolutely brained him by five Bez. lengths going away. Yes, Louis. Hey, sorry, sorry, boys. Just speak. Sorry, is he just speaking of Brendan from Matamata? I'd just love to shout out Katie Martin. Brendan, 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 Brendan. 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 Mm. my good friend Brendan McCallum. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh. okay, that's fine. Oh, where's the clink? Hey, 
Yeah, more more of the production and less of the banter, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, just before we get going, boys, just before we get going, Bears, Bears, I want to toast you, my friend. Um, You are a big part of this team, and look, I'll be honest, you're going to be sorely missed over the next couple of weeks, but I know you've got to go do what you're doing. Just want to say thank you for how you've been amazing for me. You've taught me a lot of things over the last couple of weeks. I hope... That I can keep the journey going over the next couple of weeks. Stay with me, everyone. Stay with me and Louie. We're going to keep this ship going. Trudy, she'll be the mother in this. She'll keep the, 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 the morale high. But, mate, I just want to say cheers to you. Travel safe. I know you've got a big couple of weeks ahead, and hopefully we can see you in six weeks' time. But, um, mate, cheers for everything. Love you, Bez. Yeah, you too, my brother. Thank you very, very much. I'll try and make sure I come back with rupees and not sand in my pockets. But thank you very much, mate. I appreciate that. It's been a, a pretty cool six weeks so far, and I'm looking forward to supporting from afar, still dialing in occasionally. Make sure you fellas haven't completely destroyed our radio show, you know. And um, and I'm looking I'm looking forward to looking forward Dollar to twenty favourites from mate. over there. I'll, I'll be up on the SNZ app listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast, which Izzy will be at the helm of. Now, that's probably enough of the tipples for us. That's plenty. Thank you very much to Headquarters. Again, Headquarters Viaduct just being the best and making a great home for the winners in life. And that was today's Friday tipple. We're going to shoot off to a quick break. We're going to come back and we're going to have the Doyen in Smith without temper sleep on it. And it's not far until we hand over for, to Smithy, who will pass it on to Staffy, then Kirsten Beave, of course, to see out the day. Uh, sleep, sleep on it with Smithy is thanks to Temper. They've got mattresses, pillows, and adjustable bases, which conform to the exact shape of your body for unrivaled comfort and support. It's been a big morning for Temper Bears because we got to give away a, oh, a Temper bed for text of the month. Massive congrats again to Patty from Christchurch, who was our texter of the month. His text about Scott Robertson and building a legacy with the Crusaders like Craig Bellamy has done was insightful and I thought was absolutely on the money. And by the texter of the month, by being the texter of the month, a big thanks as well to Jason Nicholas and to Kushler and all of the team at Temper. He wins a Temper Queen bed valued at 10 grand. That includes one Temper Queen mattress, one Temper Queen adjustable base, two Temper pillows, is an amazing prize. So thanks again to Jason and Temper. It's brilliant to be able to reward you for listening and, and texting the show. And I'm sure, Patty, you will love that prize. So there we go. There's a little monthly wrap on the Temper. And how good is that? We just give things away on the show a little bit like this multi that we've given away. $50 bonus back bet from the TAB. We've been, not bonus back, $50 bonus bet we've put on. Four-leg multi. Before we get off to the Doyen, which is Ian Smith, let me just run you through this multi again. Mooney Valley, race six. Louis Tip, Zuzarella to place, $2.50. Mooney Valley, race nine. Skyman, my tip, to win, $3.50. Ramwick, race 10. A tissue, Izzy's pick, to win, $3. And then your pick out there, the best of all the tips. Tarapa, race five. Imperatrice, Tiakia trained. Danielle Johnson, who we had on the show today, to win $1.50. Put those together, your best part of 40 to 1. Our $50 gives us a chance of winning $2,000, which we will be donating to child cancer if we are to be successful. So there you go. That's our tips, and thank you for all of your contributions out there as well. 
But let's, without further ado, let's get on to um, the doyen, which is Ian Smith. Smitty, good morning. Morning, Beth. Hey, mate, um, we, asked yesterday, we asked yesterday about uh, the Black Caps and can they turn it around? And if so, what do they need to do on their on their trip over in Bangladesh? Do you have an answer? Yeah, look, uh, I'm not sure they can turn it around. I'm not sure they've got the ability to adjust to the conditions as quickly as they need to. Uh, they might win one of them, but I'm probably thinking they're going to lose at least uh, 4-1 in the series. And that's the mm. harsh reality of it. It's not our best side. We've acknowledged that. We knew that when we picked it, when we sent it. Uh, and Bangladesh are very canny in their own conditions, and uh, they won't change those conditions unless they have to. They've got the ability to do that, being the host nation. So, uh, look, uh, I, I think these, and these conditions are quite exceptional. Australia found that. I don't think it's something we have to dwell on. Um, I wouldn't um, mm. panic, push the panic button and say we're, all of a sudden we're a poor bunch of players. What I would say is uh, we're not uh, able to adjust to those conditions in time, and we couldn't prepare for them either coming out of a New Zealand winter and training in Christchurch, whatever. So... I don't think I don't see it as being a terrible, terrible thing, but I cannot see them fixing it overnight. No, I'm sorry. Okay, that makes sense. Mm. I, I actually I totally mm. agree with you. It's going to be difficult, but someone will put their hand up as well, which would be cool for the development yeah. of the team. Someone will put their hand up and and perform over there. Now I'm going to sign off very soon, Smitty. It's great to see you wearing that oh. jumper as well. It fits beautifully. Oh yeah, best. <laughs> <laughs> Little Vermeer jumper down to the Hawks Bay. Now, I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss you all. Actually, I'm going to miss this little five-minute period. I'm going to miss <laughs> Izzy, and I'm going to miss all of the team, and I'm going to go away for a little while, okay? Please make sure everything stays on track and grows as while I'm away. <laughs> I'm only a phone call away, team. Okay, just a phone call yeah. away. But I'm going to, I'm going to yeah. leave it to Izzy to sign off. But a big thank you from me. I'll catch you all in a few weeks time and thanks for everyone in behind the scenes with us that have helped us out is he all yours my brother oh, it's, it's me and you smithy i can't wait for every day at about 8 50 a.m every morning looking forward to it my mate but before then we want to say a great thank you great thank you to everyone that has joined our show this week it's been an unbelievable week we've had some great guests on stephen fleming pm um Mary Fisher talking Paralympics with thank you to everyone that has joined us. Um, thank you to our team, Trudy, Louis, Karen, Joe. Have an amazing week. And thank you to you, Baz. Travel safe, my friend. We are going to miss you, but the ship will keep sailing. All the best over there, my friend. And to the rest of you, thank you so much. Kaki Fiano. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.